Hello and welcome to Discover Solutions Feel Better, a podcast with Dr. Teresa Lewis, founder of Wake Psychological Health and Wellness in North Carolina. Thanks for tuning in. I am here with a special guest today, Malin, who is a graduate student studying to become a psychologist, and she is here to introduce a topic which is a barrier to us seeking the help we need to us taking care of ourselves. So, Malin, welcome to Discover Solutions Feel Better podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes, so glad that you're here. So tell us all about this barrier. So today I really want to talk about defining stigma against mental illness or psychological health. Yes. So to start off with, stigma is a mark of disgrace associated with a particular circumstance or quality or person. And it has been shown that uh, psychologically disabled people experience more stigma than physically disabled people do. And this kind of trickles down to those of us who actually really need that help and and can't Mm -hmm. find it because they're either fighting with themselves or with the public that it's, it's wrong. And that's something that we see all the time, that there is a stigma against mental health concerns, Mm -hmm. against seeking mental health treatment. And in your research here for your graduate education, you found some studies that have documented this. Yes. So to start off with, with we have two types of stigmas. So there's both self-stigma and public stigma. Mm -hmm. So self-stigma is directed inwards towards yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's that kind of feeling that little voice inside of you that's saying, no, you know, just toughen up. You got this. You don't need to seek help, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and then there's public stigma, which is uh, directed towards individuals who are experiencing psychological health difficulties from the community. So it's that negative voice outside of you, the hearing from either the public or your own family, your friends, or right. anyone. Yeah. yeah. So, speaking of public stigma, a large global study that included 16 countries from every single livable continent um, on the planet revealed that the public has very strong stigma against people who are struggling with mental health. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, this is globally. Oh, yeah. Not just the United States. Not just Europe. Every single continent. The whole earth. Every livable country. Oh, my. I just say yes. Okay. (laughs) So, these countries were... Countries such as Iceland, New Zealand, Great Britain, America, Cyprus, all over. And it showed that the public perceives individuals who are uh, suffering from mental illness unfit for caring for children or even having them as in-laws, for example. Okay, so some examples of what the stigma was against for them. Okay, exactly. Mm -hmm. And the U.S. was right in the middle of those 16 countries. The U.S. was not the least stigmatizing, but also mm-hmm. not the most stigmatizing. So right oh. in the middle is kind of that. That's surprising to me, but I guess that's because I'm living here. So I would think it's the most stigmatizing. <laughs> right, because that's what you experienced, you know, every yeah. day being here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's interesting. So, so tell us, what is the most and least stigmatizing countries regarding mental health stigma? So the least stigmatizing country was Iceland, actually. Okay. And then the most stigmatizing country was uh, Cyprus. So, with this in mind, it's very obvious that public stigma is a current factor in today's society, right? Yes, I I would agree. So, generally, we can say that public stigma may induce self-stigma because individuals internalize these stereotypes 
and bring them inwards towards themselves. Yes. So it's kind of a vicious circle mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But there's also, of course, stigma against racial minority populations. Mm-hmm. So racial minority populations already experience prejudice and discrimination in an everyday situation. And then when we bring mental health or psychological health upon this, it doubles, which we then call double stigma. Mm -hmm. Um, And a study has showed that this stigma encompasses things such as lower socioeconomic status, maltreatment, misdiagnosis, and even distrust of healthcare systems. Yes, yes, because... There's a stigma against mental illness. Mm-hmm. And then if you're a minority and you're having a problem, right? what are you going to get? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are you left with? Then? Right, right. The healthcare providers have been seen to have inadequate cultural competence as well. Mm-hmm. And this includes things such as communication faults and both conscious and unconscious stereotyping for their patients and clients. So we can wonder why individuals are hesitant to seek help mm-hmm. because if they're met with this then you know what do you do from there right right so what you're saying then is that this study has shown that the healthcare professionals showed cultural incompetence yes wow unfortunately yes wow so there you go mm-hmm. right so you have these double stigmas happening, but then someone, you know, gets the courage or the support needed to seek some help, and then the healthcare professional is also... Right. Wow. So even the ones you need to trust the most, and the ones that really should be there to support you and help you, Mm -hmm. are the ones that are also stereotyping you. Yeah. Or discriminating against you, which is just terrible Mm -hmm. and that's really difficult and that's one reason why we're doing the show today is because you know we understand that this happens you know that you've been through this yes and don't give up because there are healthcare professionals that have the training that have uh, cultural competence that have sensitivity and awareness and seek them out you know ask the questions about this because your health is so important and don't let these stigmas get in the way of feeling better. Right. And that it's that treatment seeking that's the most important, right? Yes. Just coming out there and just seeking that help for the yes. first time. Yeah. It has shown from another study that African Americans tend to have lower rates of treatment seeking actually than uh, European Americans. And we can ask her ourselves why this is mm-hmm. right is it because of the overall stigma or is it the inadequate mental health care services mm-hmm. or is it just overall lower rates of uh, psychological illness or right you know, right yeah. yeah the study shows that there's lower rates of treatment seeking yes but then what you just outlined is well why is that they didn't say why is that and it could be those three reasons yeah you know But we do know that the stigma is a barrier, one of the reasons why. Definitely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. Yes. And another study as well. Mm -hmm. Good. I like (laughs) studies. Yes. I love love hearing (laughs) about these studies. That's right. That's what we need, right? That's right. More awareness, more awareness, more research. Let's put it out there. (laughs) So another study asked people who are of color and or LGBT 
who have experienced psychological illness if they have experienced discrimination within psychological health treatment programs. And these participants said that they were ignored or not listened to. Uh, they said that they were not viewed as complex individuals. Mm. Um, and these individuals experienced a lack of respect and violations of privacy and were presumed to lack intelligence from these programs. Yeah. Which yeah. is just all around not okay. Mm-hmm. And all. I mean, it matches from what, you know, I know from talking with individuals, you know, in my personal life as well as with clients. And so it's really good to have a study to document this, mm-hmm. you know, that this is happening. This is proof. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with this awareness of stigma, so we know that is mm-hmm. very active today, happening both within health treatment programs, our public, and even within ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we ask the question now, like, well, what do we do? Right. What's the solution? And that's what we're all about. We want to discover the solutions here because so far what we've gone over is a lot of doom and gloom. Right. But we can make changes within ourselves and with those around us and in our workplaces, at schools. We can make a difference so that people are not feeling that stigma and they can seek the help they need. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> so one of the key aspects to reduce stigma in our daily lives is awareness, right? Which is what we're doing right now. We're making ourselves and hopefully others aware that this exists in order to um, be able to stop it in the future. That's right. That's right. We are hopefully increasing awareness as we speak by putting this out here. And then there's a lot of things we can do to increase awareness. For one, talk openly about mental health, right? Right? Exactly. With wherever you are. You know, sometimes we just tend to either downplay it or speak negatively about it. But we want to talk openly about it and with a sense of compassion. Because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody has experienced struggles. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me, I've noticed a lot is just listening as well. Listening to those around you, listening to those who have a story, who, who have experienced something and giving your support to them. Yes. And becoming aware through that as well. Yes. Right? Yeah. And that's a good point because listening is giving support. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Another solution is don't harbor self-stigma. Right. So you can start by asking yourself how you feel about your own psychological health. Is there anything you're proud of, um, such as a good long-term memory or something you're ashamed of, like difficulty to pay attention maybe? Um, And also, how do you view others who are suffering from mental illness? Is it more of an empathetic or avoidant feeling? Do you maybe have anyone near and dear to you that has suffered or is currently suffering? If so, how did you and others react to that? Like mm-hmm. how, how do you handle it? Mm-hmm. How do you handle it when you are maybe there yourself? Right, right, exactly. So it's like it's showing compassion, mm-hmm. you know, showing compassion for yourself and for others. So now thinking back to the previous study we mentioned, about discrimination against um, mental health stigma within the within certain um, minority populations. If you are a healthcare provider or a health professional, start to ponder if you have personally experienced or observed some type of discrimination against a minority population in your workplace. 
if you have experienced it yourself or if you've observed it happen, how did you react? How did others react? Mm-hmm. Um, and how was that feeling inside of you when it happened? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and keeping these ideas in mind that it is already difficult for someone to reach out and seek help. And you don't want to be the one that is putting a barrier mm-hmm. in the way. So definitely, you know, examine, like we said earlier, you know, examine the internally. Do you have these stigmas? And, you know, begin to let them go. Right. And also, you know, as an individual, you know, if you have sought help, and it was not met with compassion, or you felt like there was a stigma involved, or it wasn't, you know, good treatment for you. Like I said earlier, don't, you know, don't give up on that. Because there are competent health professionals out there, um, of all colors, and you just have to make sure you ask the questions and find the one that's going to work for you. Definitely. Yes. And I, and I could tell you that as a woman of color, there is discrimination, there is stigma, there is an experience of someone not treating you for who you are. And if you can recognize that, but don't let it stop you, that's the way to go. Right. And the first step is just awareness. Yes, right? exactly. Knowing that this exists, trying to fight against it that's as much right. as we can. Yeah. That's right. And that kind of leads right into the next uh, strategy, which is to choose empowerment. Right. I like that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like that a lot. Mm -hmm. So live from a place of empowerment that, you know, we're all human beings. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody is not flawed in some way. Nobody does not struggle. Being a human being on this planet means that you are going to experience suffering. Unfortunately. Yes. I mean... It's a just lot of people life. say it, but that's life. That's it's just, just terrible. It's but just life. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And so if you can just own that and live in a place of empowerment and refuse to allow others or society or anybody else tell you that it's not okay, that you're suffering, this doesn't make any sense. Right. Because it's just the nature of, of being alive. Exactly. And that kind of goes into what we said earlier as well, because, you know, sometimes you might get hurt physically. And emotionally. Yes. So why not treat it the same? Yes. Right? Right. Right. Exactly. If you break your arm. Right. Yeah. No one's going to say, oh, just get over it. Right. That's not going to happen. No. No. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another solution to combating stigma is letting the media know when they are being stigmatizing. So the media is just omnipresent. People are <laughs> always looking at a screen. Yeah. And so be vigilant, right? If you see that, you know, a character or people are, you know, saying negative things about mental health and wellness, let them know, Mm -hmm. you know, call it out. I agree. I feel like nowadays and before as well, media has portrayed uh, people with mental health problems or, you know, psychological disabilities or whatever it may be. As aggressive and uncontrollable Mm -hmm. and just someone you can't count on. And they forget to include the millions and millions of people living with this every day and, you know, working, you know, having a stable job, loving family, loving themselves and the community and everyone else. Yes. They forget to include all those millions of people as well. Right. That's such a good point. You're right. Yeah. You know, it's it's you and me. It's everyone. Yeah. 
course, yes. We're on the same batch together. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And I do think that the media, you know, perpetuates the self or the uh, public stigma mm-hmm. that you talked about and that when we see the media portray someone in a negative light, then when you yourself are struggling, you know, what happens? Right. You identify. It's like, oh, I was just, I'm just like that guy in the movies that right. turned out to become a monster right. at the end of it. Right. Or then maybe you feel shameful or maybe yeah. you say, well, I don't want to be that guy. So you don't seek help or exactly. you don't want to be judged. So, right. Exactly. So we know from today's episode that stigma can be a real barrier because it causes people to feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. But we know that there's no reason to feel shame. And not to let stigma hold you back. Exactly. You know, from getting the help you need or from anything, really. Right. Right. Because, you know, you you are who you are. We experience what we experience. Mm -hmm. And we all need help along the way. Right. And as we said, sometimes it's just life gets in the way. Life is that barrier. And that's that's okay. That's right. And we're kind of all in the same batch together just float around and trying to do our own thing that's right (laughs) that's right all trying to feel good yeah so in the future i mean we hope to end that stigmatization and see that hope see that decrease in mental illness and seeing an increase in in treatment seeking and just overall better health to feel better that's right that's right and it's up to us you know to to fight uh stigma mental health stigma and call it out when we see it mm-hmm. and, you know, call it out within ourselves and don't hold back from, you know, feeling good and seeking the help and treatment that, you know, is your is your right. Right. You know, finding solutions and feeling better. That's right. right. Exactly. <laughs> OK, so thank you guys for joining us. And until next time. Thanks for listening to Discover Solutions Feel Better, a podcast with Dr. Teresa Lewis. For helpful resources and to check out the blog and show notes, go to wakepsychology.com.